Hello, just to let you know that this is a rerun of a popular episode from September 2021. I'm republishing it now in January 2022 because if you've just invested in your Courageous Content Planner or you're thinking about it, it is the perfect podcast to help you take those awareness days in your planner and turn them into content to promote your business in 2022 and beyond. And if you haven't invested in your Courageous Content Planner yet, don't worry, there's a link in the show notes. Enjoy. Awareness days are there to spark ideas. They're not a straitjacket that means you can only post about certain topics on certain days if you live in the right country. You're listening to the Courageous Content Podcast. I'm Janet Murray, and I love helping coaches, creatives, and entrepreneurs create super engaging content that generates leads and sales for their businesses. No one starts a business and just knows how to create engaging content. It's a skill that has to be learned and practiced. And there's always something new to learn, no matter how long you've been in business. And I know running an online business can feel messy. Perfectionism, fear, self-doubt, and other mindset stuff can stop you showing up online in the way that's best for you. So you'll get help with that too. Ready to get courageous with your content? Let's get started. I don't know about you, but I think people can be a bit snobby about awareness days. When I was a journalist writing mainly for The Guardian, I wasn't even allowed to use them unless they were about super serious subjects or they were a bit cool or hipster. So Miscarriage Awareness Week, Movember and Mental Health Week were in, but days like Blue Monday, National Sausage Day and Do Nothing Day were definitely out. But if you think awareness days are cheesy that's because you're not using them right. Sorry. And that's not meant to be mean, by the way, as you'll hear me talk about in this episode. No one starts a business and just knows how to turn awareness days into engaging social media posts or blogs or newsletters. You do need to learn how to do it. And I did get a bit of a head start as a journalist. So in this episode, I'm going to show you the right way to use awareness days to generate content for your business. And I'm also going to highlight some mistakes you should avoid. By the end of the episode, I'm hoping I have convinced you that awareness days are not cheesy and they are a great way to get inspired, particularly when you're all out of ideas. So first off, have a listen to this exchange between myself and Kate Cocker discussing awareness days. Kate, who also used to be a journalist on national and regional radio, interviewed me about my courageous content planner. I'll link to that episode in the show notes. It's called The Content Planner for Entrepreneurs and why I created it. Awareness days do get to the point where people sneer at them. I think it's a little bit short-sighted because it just needs a little bit of creativity. If you start a business, you don't just wake up and know how to take an awareness day and turn it into an amazing social media post or an amazing podcast. You have to practice and learn how to do it. So I create podcasts on that very topic and blog posts to help. But It's about looking at it and thinking about how you can apply it to your business. So for example, I'm thinking we used recently, which was National Nude Day, which sounds really, really silly. But we asked a question, and we did it across all of my social media platforms, which was, would you post a video of yourself on social media without makeup? And that immediately becomes relevant to my audience because I'm teaching them about content and being courageous. So that's exactly it. So when I see people using awareness days badly, it's where they're saying things like, This is exactly what the post will be like. It's National Sausage Day today. What's your favourite sausage? Well, you know, no one's really interested unless you're a nutritionist. 
or unless you, I don't know, you're a sausage maker. <laughs> no one's really going to be that interested. So the way I would approach that is, so say, for example, that you are a nutritionist, you might share a recipe, which was vegan sausages, or you might share if you are a, a textile maker or a designer you might share something that's sausage shaped or something like that <laughs> so it's about like you say it's using them as jumping off points as this exchange highlights the wrong way to use awareness days is to use them too literally to start every post with today is national whatever day and to feel like you have to say it's an awareness day at the start of your post and here's a bit more from me and kate cocker on that You'll hear Kate talking first about how she uses awareness days to help her plan her daily podcast. My approach to it is with the podcast is that I'm pre-recording, as I said, for the next couple of weeks. I think we've got Book Lovers Day in there. I, I know it when I go, I can't start every podcast with today's National Book Lovers Day, all right? Or today is uh, Son and Daughter Day. So I kind of mix it up and, as you said, use them as talking points to tell a story around that means that if it is a big deal that day or someone's really got into it and it's in everybody's social media feeds I'm part of the conversation that's how I sort of think about it. And you don't it. even have to tell people it's Book Lovers Day either so you could just say no oh no I think I just did I love books and I did a quote yeah. out of one of my favourite books. My go-to is always ask other people so here's a really great book I read recently what have you been reading people yeah. love talking about themselves and often it's just that thing that gets you from the blank page to oh I could ask people that that's all it is it's just a tiny tweak. And then if something happens in the news that day that's relevant to you, then you can be spontaneous. Because I suppose with the planning, all you're ever trying to do is lay some roots so that you can then have wings. Taking awareness days too literally can also include worrying too much about where the dates originate from. And by that, I mean which country. My Courageous Content Planner includes hundreds of key dates and awareness days. And one of the most common questions people ask me is whether they're relevant to the country they live in. Here's an Instagram reel I made about it. Are the awareness days in the Courageous Content Planner just for the UK? It doesn't matter. If it's World Kindness Day in the US, it's fine to talk about it on your socials, even if you live in the UK. If it's World Vegan Day in the UK, it's fine to talk about that if you live in Denmark. And there's no rule to say that you can only talk about read a book day if it's book day in the country you live in. The important thing is that you're sharing content that resonates with your audience. So as long as you're doing that, you really don't need to worry about getting it wrong with Awareness Days. Remember that Awareness Days are there to spark ideas. They're not to be used as a straitjacket. That means you can only post about certain topics on certain days, if you live in the right country. As long as you're creating content that resonates with your audience, you can't post about the wrong Awareness Days. All of the dates in my Courageous Content Planner are applicable to anyone who needs to create content to promote their business or brand, regardless of where they are in the world. And let's face it, even if you created something mum-related on US Mother's Day and you're in the UK, I mean, nothing terrible is going to happen. As long as your audience are interested in talking about mums or moms, it's all good. So instead of worrying about whether it's National Encouragement Day in the US or UK or whether National Donut Day originated in the US or the UK or Australia, focus on using the dates to spark creative ideas for your socials. All that said, if you're not used to using awareness days to generate social media ideas, I do appreciate that this can feel a bit scary. Where do you get started? So I'm going to share a few examples of engaging social media posts that myself and my clients have created. People with sensible grown-up businesses whose content is not at all cheesy. 
One really great example is Sam Langren. So Sam is a workplace mediator. She was actually a guest on a previous podcast talking about being afraid to share her opinion on social media. I'll link to that in the show notes too. So Sam has a proper grown-up job. She's a workplace mediator, but she took what might sound as quite a light-hearted awareness day, which was Global Forgiveness Day, and she simply asked people what kind of apology would they most like to hear. So she gave three options of different types of apologies, different statements that people use, and she asked people to say which one they preferred. And it sparked really quite an interesting discussion. As I'm looking at it now, it has well over 30 comments on her LinkedIn account. I think there are all sorts of interesting posts that you could do around Global Forgiveness Day. One that comes to mind immediately is when is an apology not an apology? You know, like when someone says, I'm sorry that you're upset. I mean, that's just the worst thing to say in the world, isn't it? But those kinds of discussions can do really well on social media. And as in Sam's case, if you can find a link to your business, then great. The way the algorithm works on most social media platforms is the more comments, likes and shares you get, and in particular, the more comments and shares, the more people your content will be shown to. So taking an awareness day and writing a really short post like that, getting a really great conversation going on your feed, when you do have something to post, which is a little bit more serious, perhaps, I mean, not saying that isn't serious, but something that maybe is about a product or a service that you sell, you're going to get more engagement. Here's an example from my business. So on National Nude Day, and by nude, I mean not wearing any clothes, I posted the following. Would you post a picture or video on social media without any makeup? And I added a little lipstick emoji. Took me about a minute to write, probably less, and is about 15 words in total. Got tons of engagement on social media. And at first glance, National Nude Day would seem to have nothing to do with my business at all. But actually, as somebody who educates people about content and social media, asking people about whether they wear makeup or they go makeup free or how they feel about putting themselves on camera in all sorts of different ways is always something that's going to engage my audience. It's something they think about and care about. Another example for you is a client who I've mentioned on the podcast before. So Charlotte Foster. Charlotte is a a podcasting expert. So Charlotte has posted some really great things on World Podcasting Day, which is September the 30th, and she's done some special podcast episodes, all very good and sensible. But she's also taken some awareness days that might not seem quite so relevant to her business and made them into something fun and relevant. One example that comes to mind is World Emoji Day. And Charlotte simply posted, let's end the debate for good. What is the correct emoji for podcasting? Now, if you are into emojis like I am, you'll know that there's various different options. So there's a couple of different headphone options and there's a few microphone options. It really engaged her audience because a lot of her audience are interested in podcasting. So they got involved. They answered that post, which took less than a minute to write. That's no disrespect to Charlotte, but these type of posts can be really quick to write, which is why I love Awareness Days so much. Great engagement for Charlotte's social media accounts. One more example, Josephine Hughes. So Josephine is a counsellor who also has a membership community where she teaches other counsellors to grow their business. On World Photography Day, she posted on her Facebook page about why it was important for counsellors to put their pictures on social media. And she talked about how important it was for people who might want to work with you, might want you to be their counsellor, to see your face. Really interesting. 
also quite divisive. There might be some people who don't agree with that. So got lots of engagement on her page. World Photography Day at first glance would seem to have nothing to do with her counselling business or her business teaching people how to build their counselling businesses, but a little bit of creative thinking and not very much time. That, that didn't take her very long to write that post. And you've got a really engaging piece of content. If you have a product-based business, you might be thinking, well, I don't know how this could work for me. Well, it absolutely can. So some examples for you. I've had clients with product-based businesses who have products that have ice cream designs on them. So they've done some really fun content, blogs, social media posts, newsletters. They've even done promotions around National Ice Cream Day. And there are actually quite a number of days across the year which relate to ice cream. World Teachers Day is another great example if you have a product business. So that's coming up in October. That could be a great day to run a special promotion and invite people to get their teacher's gifts early, for example. So you can see how this is just about taking the day and just being creative and seeing where it takes you. And often it takes you some really good places and it takes you to places often that your competitors just aren't going because they're not doing this kind of thinking. Another example might be children's book day. And I think there are several of those across the year. So if you have a business, I've got a few clients who sell children's toys and children's books, then this could be a great day to do some kind of blog post or roundup or social media post about the best children's books for certain age groups, or, or you could do a poll or a survey or a special newsletter. There is so much that you can do. What's at the heart of this is planning and something that I call overhead planning. So if you're planning your content in a linear way, so by that I mean you're sitting at your desk each day and you're saying, oh, what awareness days are there today? Yes, you can totally work like that and it does work and can work. And when you're busy, that can be a great way to create social media content really quickly. However, if you're more strategic about it, you can actually make those awareness days work so much harder for you. So just to give you an example, I recently ran a quarterly content planning session with my clients. And I'm recording this in September 2021. And the first thing I got everyone to do was to look in January, December, November, October and September and just got them to identify any key dates or awareness days that might be good for their business. And it was amazing. You could just see, I was delivering it online, but I could see it in the comments. You could see light bulbs going off everywhere because suddenly things were making sense and people were seeing patterns and they said, oh, wow, there's that day coming up. That would be a really great day for me to launch this product line or that would be a really great day for me to do a special blog on this particular topic. Taking a wide view of your content and when you start to do that, you start to see all of these amazing patterns and links and you also see opportunities to repurpose things. For example, I was working with a client recently, a one-to-one -one client, and we were planning her content for the next quarter. And we identified a couple of her podcast episodes from the previous year that really been very popular, were still relevant, and could be republished just with a few tweaks to the introduction, perhaps a, a short new introduction. So just to summarize, here's how to create non-cheesy content that will generate leads and sales for your business using Awareness Days. Number one, don't take them too seriously. Treat them as jumping off points and just see where they take you. Number two, there is no need to announce the awareness day at the start of every post. In fact, if you do that, your audience will soon tire of it. Number three, you don't even have to mention the awareness day. 
So an example that Kate Cocker gave me was she recorded a podcast episode inspired by Elephant Day and it was about memory. So elephants don't forget. She didn't even mention Elephant Day in the episode. She just used it as a jumping off point. And finally, it really does not matter where the date originated from. It is totally okay to talk about awareness dates that originated in the US if you're in the UK and vice versa and anywhere in the world. The important thing is that you're creating engaging content that resonates with your audience. If you're listening before January 2022, you may still be able to grab one of my courageous content planners. It does have hundreds of key dates, awareness days, social media post ideas and prompts, and it will save you tons of time on content creation and planning. And if you really, really want to get ahead and you're listening before November 2021, you may even still be able to grab a ticket for my Courageous Content Live event. You will get your 2022 content plan created at the event. You'll get the accountability to get it done. Plus, you will create 80 pieces of social media content that you can use for the following year. Just think how good you'll feel having all that done by the beginning of November. I'll put links to both of those in the show notes. And as ever, any questions, just drop me a line on janet at janetmarie.co.uk. Would you like to create super engaging content about your business and do it consistently? If so, you need my Courageous Content Planner in your life. It's a gorgeous A4 desk diary that's so simple to use because it's based on my 4x4 strategy, which involves posting four styles of content four days a week. Yes, content planning really can be that easy. There's templates for daily, weekly, monthly and annual planning so you know exactly what to post, where and when, plus hundreds of ready-to-go content ideas and prompts. So you'll never run out of ideas for social media posts again. And accountability trackers to keep you consistent with your posting. The Courageous Content Planner is both practical and pretty, with four gorgeous cover designs to choose from. So if you want to ditch the content overwhelm and you want a simple content plan you can actually stick to, head over to CourageousContentPlanner.com to order your copy today. Thanks for listening to the Courageous Content Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share the episode on social media. That way, more people can benefit from the free tips and strategies I share. And be sure to tag me in when you do. I'm at Jan Murray on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.